Welcome to the Morning Huddle, where business, healthcare, and lifestyle meet. This platform is designed to educate and equip business-minded training healthcare professionals to become the leaders in an evolving healthcare landscape. We are your hosts, Dr. Jermaine Fetty And student Dr. Kamal Smith. Today's episode will be part two of our conversation between financial advisor Steve Kuza and Dr. Jermaine Fetty. They discuss topics including balancing dentistry with entrepreneurship, partnerships, and the importance of having an abundant mentality. Enjoy today's episode. So I want to I want to give the listeners a bit of a rundown here. All right. And for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Dr. Yafeti is also known as Dr. MBA. <laughs> so he's got one-on-one coaching. He runs his own podcast called The Morning Huddle. It's on uh, Apple Music. He's got The Morning Huddle on Spotify. He's got a TikTok channel. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a debt, debt crusher master's class. And if you haven't checked out any of his videos, he tells you how to knock out the student loans. <laughs> um, he's an Amazon best-selling author. He's got his own book team, right? Um, he's got his LinkedIn. He's got, oh man, you're on Robin hood. You got Twitter, private Facebook. You, you, I'm, I'm telling you the rundown hasn't, and we're not done. I'm sure there's more on the link tree, right? Uh, so for those of you who are listening to this as a dentist and think about becoming a dentist entrepreneur, it is work, right? So doc, I want you to share what type of work you're putting in personally and professionally. Cause I think if you're a young dentist who's listening to this in their third or fourth year, or if you're an associate who's ready to launch their practice, tell us a little bit about the work you're putting in, because it's not just, Hey, I'm light bulb. I'm let's go open a practice, right? You're putting in real work right now. That's, that's really good that you highlight that um, because unfortunately dental school doesn't prepare us for life after dental school. When it comes to the business side of things, I mean, most people have maybe a practice management course or two, but I mean, you know, that's not going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, I, there's just so much we have to learn in four years that that's just not the particular area that is chosen to be, you know, invested in. And I get it because a lot of our classmates graduate and, you know, confidence clinically is, is a big thing in that first year. So, you know, we have to sacrifice something, but one thing that you highlighted when you, when you ran through a lot of the different businesses that I'm a part of is the fact that I want to highlight that none of those business endeavors I do alone. Mm-hmm. That's key because I am a full-time practitioner, actually full-time and a half. I work basically a time and a half. So I don't, I don't really have the personal time to be able to manage all these different entities hundred percent myself. So when we talk about, you know, uh, the book uh, that was basically a book on manhood to teach uh, young men coming up about the importance of manhood and really being able to stand on your own too and understand your important role in a family. And that book was written with my older brother, uh, Casey Effetti, and our nonprofit called The Team, Talented, Empowered, Aspired Men, which we started back in 2012. And that was just a culmination of almost 10 years of lessons that we learned and hundreds of males that we've helped from get from starting basically undergrad to graduating and discovering themselves as a man in the world, you know? And love that. I used to be a bigger part of it. I used to be the president of the organization, but as things get busier, you have to remove yourself from that position of leadership. But the key is to make sure you replace yourself with somebody 
who is capable of doing more than you were, you know? It's, it's all about replace and delegate, you know? So when I moved out of that role, once I started my MBA program, we replaced ourselves with a young, na- young man named Emeka Ekenenem. He was actually one of my, my only roommate I ever had when I was in dental school. He ended up spending some time at NC State. Um, and now he, he has entrance into medical school. So he's going into medical school now. So to see his evolution, um, to go from being, you know, just an unconfident young man to becoming one of our future healthcare professionals as a medical doctor, is just important. And we've had a long line of great leaders within that organization. And when we talk about the podcast, The Morning Huddle, you know, I started that with student Dr. Kamal Smith, who is the national president elect of SNDA, Student National Dental Association. And just understanding that, you know, I could try to do the whole podcast thing alone, right? But I think it's better when we have, you know, the student's opinion as well as the practitioner's opinion, being able yeah. to put it together and to be able to give a product that, you know, people really wanted to hear and people need to hear. Um, so to be completely honest, Kamal does a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to editing and putting things together. I think he deserves his, his dues when it comes to that, you know? So, and moving forward, even Dr. NBA LLC, when it comes to coaching, I mean, whenever we do have our talks, I have some, some great people come on. Um, my younger brother, who is studying for his CPA right now, comes on and speaks about the financial aspect about dentistry. Absolutely. Um, during our earlier times, one of my former classmates, Dr. Marissa Lester, she speaks about the National Health Service Corps and how to be able to package yourself and make sure your application is competitive to be able to secure one of the most powerful tools available to us as healthcare professionals, which is a full ride through school, as well as a stipend. Yep. As well as um, my vice president, um, Don Gillespie, who runs the Airbnb side of the operations. Um, she is the Airbnb coach, which really helps people understand how do you take the income you're earning and to put it into a vehicle? Because that's all you really need. Take your income, put it into a vehicle, and let the vehicle do the rest of the work. That's right. She coaches people and helps them find Airbnbs, put the cleaners in place. So in reality, you write a check and that check continues to pay you for time. But I don't really want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But what I want to do is, is highlight the fact that each and every one of these different businesses has great people in them that honestly could be running their own businesses. And we just chose to come together and to collaborate and to build something beautiful. And I know within dentistry, it could be the same way. You know, there's a lot of different associates that could open up their own practices, right? But how can we put these great minds together so we can create a partnership of sorts? To, yeah. be able to help and reach more people. So maybe that's why I'm really holding out right now for practice ownership because I want to see what that looks like, you know? Yeah. Could I, could I create one, open up one practice just for myself, my loved ones, and my and my you know local community? Yes. But how do we touch a thousand people, ten thousand people, hundred thousand, a million, hundred million people, you know? I, I, and what you just highlighted is it's uh it's tough to do it alone. Yeah. It's tough to do it alone. You need to build relationships. And really one of the only way to, you got to have an abundant mentality because like you said, number one, I think it'd be the timing to do all this would be near impossible, but you were able to leverage relationships you've built and trusted people had an abundant mindset that I don't need this to be all Dr. Fatty. I don't need the, you know, my, my YouTube channel, my, my morning huddle, the, the, uh, the book, I don't need to all be, to be about me. You had an abundant mentality and brought other people in. And because of that, you've leveraged eight, nine other opportunities, right? So, um, even finding time to get back in this podcast, which I really appreciate. I know you have a bit, you're doing it from Vegas and hanging out with your buddy. Like 
I know you're, you're busy and I really appreciate you giving back to the community that way because you know, you give it back, it'll come back at you. The karma's there, right? And that's the faith you got to have. So I, I, I love that. And there was something that you said, you glossed right over it. You're like, that, that was 10 years. The book was a culmination of 10 years of working with, with men and, and helping them and your brother and your organization. And that, uh, I think that's the missing piece in today's entrepreneurism. It says that people don't want to do it in 10 years. They want instant gratification for it, right? They want the Instagram posts, you know, <laughs> they just want that instant gratification, but it's okay to have the hard work because it's, it's that much greater when it pays off. You, you agree? You're really tugging at something in me. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to do, but you're bringing it out of me to something I'm very, very passionate about is the fact that entrepreneurism ha has a history to it. You don't just wake up to it, you know? There's, there has to be something that, that spurs that in you, something that festers, something that, that really brings the best out of you that you really want to grow because if not, it's, it's going to burn out. Um, I'm not sure if everybody knows who Gary Vee is, but he, he said for, for years he used to post videos about his wine shop. And nobody found very, very much interest in it. But when it, when it actually took off, people was like, where does this guy come from? But when you go back, you can see a collection of hundreds to a thousand videos of his over time. And I truly feel like Dr. NBA LLC, the Instagram page is in the, the Facebook and the Twitter. I feel like that's my wine shop. Mm -hmm. Because one day when people finally say, where did, where did Dr. Fetty come from? You know, that when there's a body of work, people can trust you. You know, right. they don't. They, are you going to be here today and gone tomorrow? Because that's something that I feel like a lot of people are losing faith in a lot of the, the business owners that are in place today, because a, a lot of us don't really have history when it comes to this, you know. Right. And I think that's what my mother was really tugging at to say, you know, get that experience underneath your belt. Could I, could I have opened up a practice as soon as I graduated? Yeah, yeah. you can do it tomorrow. Yeah, I could do it tomorrow if I want to. You know? Yes. But what, what's the history behind it? Have I learned the lessons? Have I taken the lumps? Do I have the scars to show that I'm, I'm in this and I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. And if you trust me with your organization, or if you trust me with your patient population, that I'm going to be here for the long haul, for the ups and the downs. So when you say 10 years of, of a culmination of 10 years of work, I mean, that's truly what it is. Um, I've been in dentistry at this point, since 2017. I feel like I have a lot more stripes to, you know, to show for it, you know, but the thing about it is when it comes to entrepreneurism and the spirit of business and the spirit of leadership, it's, it's, it's easier to lead when you have that experience behind you, because now you have ways to guide people through the same situations that you are able to now foresee and say, maybe you want to move this way versus move this way. And when they ask you why, it's not because I saw it on a YouTube video or I saw it on Instagram or TikTok. It's because when I when I did this, was in the same similar situation. I lost two years of my life because I chose to move this way instead of doing this. I'm seeing the same obstacle coming your way. I think you should do this. And that's the biggest thing you can gain from mentorship is being able to learn from their particular downfalls or learn from their particular situations to make sure you avoid it. And I think that is where the truest and the sweetest sense of mentorship comes when you're able to now work with somebody and help them work through situations that you saw and help them circumvent that. And that's why it's always a mentor's job to make sure the ones you leave behind are greater than you. So when I talked about our president, Ameka, I was able to sit him down and point it out, you know, these are the things you need to worry about. These is how you get the guys motivated. This is how you get these guys in place. Because the ones before me, my older brother was the president before I was the president. He sat me down, did the same thing. These are things you need to worry about. These are the things. And believe it, in my opinion, I think Emeka was the best president out of all of us. 
we had our greatest growth when leadership was outside of the family. When right. you become chairman of your organization and let your CEO do what the CEO needs to do. And that's always your goal. Let your organization grow to become bigger than you. I haven't set foot back in East Carolina in probably four or five years and an organization still growing and winning organization of the year, year after year after year. Men are going on to law school. Men are going on to medical school, dental school. Meaning we have about three guys going on to dental school this year alone, two going on to medical school, two going on to law school. And this is coming from minority males. And the reason the whole organization started was because there was a big discrepancy at East Carolina University and most predominantly white institution when it comes to minority males, where minority males graduated at a significantly lower clip than most other majority other uh, demographics. We graduated 30%, meaning hmm. that 10 males come in, three males leave with a degree. That is a huge issue. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good enough. Not good at all. So the organization was started with a premise of 100% graduation rate. We want to take it from 30 to 100. We don't want to take it from 30 to 50. We want perfection when it comes to this. And if we fall short, we shall fall short. But for a seven-year span, we had 100% graduation. Everybody who came in left with a degree and went home to their mother, father, their community and said that, you know, I'm ready to help. I'm ready to chip in and figure out what I can do to make things better. So if we can equip the males that we had with the education that they came here to get in the first place, leave with that education, go back to your community and affect change. And then after you affect change, start with your family and be a positive uh, leader and role model for your family for this thing to continue generation after generation. And, you know, the, you're, you're touching on, first of all, it's an amazing journey. I, I don't want to just skip over that. That is an amazing uh, journey to go on because you're, you're, that's a hundred percent get back. There's no, no profit in that. This is a hundred percent give back. The profit is in the soul. That's what that the profit is. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's an amazing journey that you guys that you guys are growing into and working on and helping people. Because I, I, most there's a lot of lost souls out there, and you, and you're helping them get and bridge that gap. So I love that. Um, I can tell the passion is there, man. <laughs> I can see it. I can feel it. Um, Profit is a byproduct, man. I, I really feel that. Profit is a byproduct. Yeah. I think if you worry about the right things, um, I've, I've seen it from different business owners. When you focus on the byproduct, making sure that you, you grow your staffs, your staff members start here and they grow here. Um, the different individuals you work with, you start, you start as that insecure young man to be in medical school, which was always your dream. Mm -hmm. When you worry about your patients first, that's, the, that's really one of the greatest reasons I love dentistry. It's because... You can truly scale how effective you are at your job based off of how many people you help. Right. And the more people you help, the more you make. And I think it's a beautiful dichotomy and a balance between the two that if you want to make more, you don't technically have to do anything mischievous or you don't have to <laughs> cut anybody out. Just help more people. Right. Serve more patients. And that's what I absolutely love about it. It's, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. That's a very similar business model. In, in finance, I can get out there and give people financial clarity in, in many different aspects. The more people I do it, the more fruitful it is. But I'm helping the community; it's the more impact. So it's a it's a great it's a it's a great point you just brought up. For financial uh, advisors, in my opinion, I feel like if everybody could just pay you guys a hundred dollars, even a year, not even that much. Let's say if a thousand people paid you a hundred dollars a year to just say. I make my paycheck. I'm going to live off 50 and I want you to figure out. The other <laughs> I don't yeah. even want to look at it. Just take this other 50. Obviously it's going to be in an account in my name, but I want you to figure out where this thing goes. 
if if we could get into the mindset of being professionals at, at what you're professional at and help and bringing in professional help where you need professional help, that would take us light years. And I'm not just talking about dentists. I'm talking about any particular field where you're not knowledgeable about, bring in the help. Yeah. Bring in the, the doc, student, Dr. Kamal Smith. Bring in the Dr. Lester's. Bring in the Don Gillespie. Bring in the Kingsley, the Jenny Fettys. Bring in the help in areas that you're weak at and focus on what you're good at. Double down on that. And if you double down on that, you're going you're gonna to look out and 10 years have passed and you're going to say, man, what happened to that 50%? Oh, my God. Right. That's crazy. That's wealth. Yeah, right. That's wealth. That's wealth. Yeah. Um, well, for those of you listening, I hope you understand that Doc, Dr. Effetti doesn't just seem like he's been out of school for, for a year, man. You have a whole, gener- like a whole generation of information to share with people. So help us. Uh, how does the, the listening audience get a hold or get connected with you? Tell them what are some of the best ways? How, how can we do that? So you can always reach out to me uh, via email, LLC at gmail.com drmbalc at gmail.com and that same handle is what i use on twitter instagram and facebook if you're looking for me it's going to be at dr.mbalc um, you can find me on all platforms dm me email me wherever you need me um, i'll figure it out um, i talked to uh, dozens of schools at this point uh, when it comes to either undergrad or the actual dental schools about what it means to really take the financial side of dentistry serious when you're making the most important decisions believe it or not you make the most important decisions before you receive the degree compared to after the degree you know when we're talking about taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt without really being counseled on the importance of it or how long it's going to actually take us to really pay it back it's a scary thought you know Mm -hmm. they always look at how much Debt are you taking out versus your income? When you talk about the average income of a dentist being between one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars, with the average debt being three hundred thousand dollars, that means it's going to take you about two to three years after taxes if you spend every single dime just to pay it off. And as practitioners, it's it's never it's never a good combination when we're having to worry about the financial side of things and the clinical care side of things because though you can't you can't serve two masters when it comes to that. So when we take advantage of the the actual financial side of things and put that first and make sure that we're putting ourselves in the best position to now we can practice carefree without having to worry about, is this MOD supposed to be a crown? Is this crown supposed to be a bridge? You, you, you practice with a clear conscience and understand that I'm going to do what's in the best interest of my patients every single time. And I have a clear conscience about that. So again, if you need to contact me, contact me on Instagram or email at Llc at gmail.com or at doctor.mbalc. Uh, and and we'll, we'll also put that in the show notes too. I'll put it right in the body of the show notes. Uh, we'll, we'll put a connection to your link tree. Thank you. And uh, because you have a lot to share and I know you'll give back. If somebody asks you a question, you're going to get back to them. So, <laughs> um, well, you're in Vegas. Go enjoy it. We just, we just appreciate you giving us you know, 30, 40 minutes of your time and and really speaking to the community about hard work, commitment, passion, giving back. And um, man, I I just, I want, I want to, when you become the the, the Dr. Effetti, Gary V, right? When you, (laughs) 
I want to get you back on here. And we'll say that that was that was one of the areas where it started. That was the wine shop, right? Thank you so. for going into dentistry, man. Because we, we we need more caretakers in dentistry. We need more people really worrying about the business side of, of dentistry to make sure that our practitioners can practice free of mind. So thank you for putting this together. Um, I love, I love, 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 love business podcasts. They really help clarify a lot of the concepts that we don't really have gatekeepers for. So thank you for putting this together. I truly appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on The Morning Huddle. My name is Dr. Jermaine Fetty, uh, also led with student Dr. Kamal Smith. We'll see you guys next time.